I did not expect this to be the way that I walked into the new year. Of course, none of us um, can prepare our minds for something so heinous. And I'll be very transparent. I want to be unfiltered and free. You're listening to the Redefining Wealth Podcast with Patrice Washington. This is the space that you come to each and every week to learn more about what it means to chase purpose and not money. I know as a personal finance expert for over a decade that many of us subscribe to the definition of wealth, which says it's all about money and material possessions. But what this community believes, what we are creating in this movement is a body of people who understand that wealth is so much more than that. We believe in the original 12th century definition of wealth, which says it's about the condition of well-being and happiness. And I am so happy to be back with you. Um, for those of you that are purpose chasers, like this is your jam, this is your show. When you got your Spotify wrapped, I was in your top one, two, three percent. Y'all are the OG listeners. Welcome back. Um, and if you're brand new here, welcome. I hope one day I get to call you an OG listener as well. Um, but you know that this is a lot of a little out of order and out of sequence because I usually end the year with a recap episode of some kind. And not only would it have been the last episode of the season um, last week, it would have been the last episode of the year. And so a perfect time to reflect and just share all of the things um, that transpired in the 12 months of 2022. And that episode was actually supposed to be titled Let Life Unfold. And for weeks, I was just remembering lessons and I was compiling them in my little notes section um, of my iPhone and just thinking about what I really wanted to share. And then I took a, another solo trip, ended up kind of being not a solo trip, but originally supposed to be a solo trip to Mexico. Um, just enjoyed my time there so much, just being able to relax and disconnect and reflect on everything. And then I started to hear about how bad the weather was in Atlanta, and I extended my trip another two and a half days. So talk about letting life unfold. I only came home um, because I have a child <laughs> who has never not been with me on Christmas Day. And so I came home on Christmas Eve, um, and I just, I had all of these things that I thought this episode was going to be about. Um, I was going to share the highlights, like finally graduating with my MBA in behavioral finance and financial psychology. Many of you throughout the year have been with me on my journey through separation and divorce. And I was just going to share about doing that with as much dignity and grace as possible. And um, all the lessons learned there, uh, sharing that we had our first alumni retreat also in Mexico um, in May and how beautiful it was to bring my community together from all over the world. We had uh, alumni from my programs come as far as the UK. And that was beautiful. I was going to talk about my road trip 
with my daughter this summer. Uh, many of you know the theme was scaling joy and I didn't think I would have so much fun and, and experience so much joy uh, for three weeks in the car with Reagan Washington, but we had a wonderful time and it was a beautiful experience. I thought this year would be about sharing the, the lessons that I learned while I was on the beach in Costa Rica for my birthday, another solo trip, um, or that I finally got to participate in a show, Opportunity Knocks on PBS that I truly, truly believed in. And the truth is when I got home from Mexico and got through the Christmas break, my producer was like, hey, kind of neat that episode. <laughs> Supposed to air on the 29th. And something in my spirit just wasn't settled. Um, for those of you who don't know me well, I do consider myself to be a very spirit-led entrepreneur, a spirit-led woman in general. And so I'm very big on energy and just making sure that things feel right in my body. And some of you are going to identify with this. When something's not right, no matter what tools or time or resources I have access to, it's like I literally cannot do it. I thought about coming down to my podcast booth several times, and I just would sit upstairs in my prayer room or, you know, watch something with my daughter. And I go, ah, no, it just doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. And I finally text Michaela, my podcast producer, and say, hey, we'll just have to put something out next week. It just, I can't, like, I can't do it. <laughs> like something is not right. And so I thought, you know, God will probably give me a few more downloads and I'll just kind of take it from there. And so the days went on, nothing in particular. And on the morning of the 29th, I just woke up really heavy. I just woke up just not settled in my spirit at all. And then it hit me that that was actually my, would have been my 15 year wedding anniversary. And so one of the things that I've learned to do this year um, is something I shared on Instagram. I create these gratitude and grief lists. And a big lesson that I got this year is that we can show gratitude and grieve all at the same time. Those two sentiments can coexist and we can hold space for both of them without judgment. And I sat with that on Thursday morning, because I'm like, okay, while I am very grateful um, for the decision that I made, I know that I am in a better space and the best space for me. I know that I have no regrets about the choices that I made um, to dissolve my long-term partnership. And yet still I grieve because I always imagine having a 15-year wedding anniversary right? Like the, I mean, the, what did I want to say? A, a vow renewal. I always imagine having a 15 year vow renewal and doing it destination style and inviting friends and family out. So even in the midst of being grateful for no longer leaving myself in a space that did not serve me anymore, um, I also was grieving. And so when I woke up that morning, I was like, well, that's it. 
allow yourself to hold space for both. So I went in my prayer room. I talked to God about it. I journaled. I felt led to pick up um, one of my favorite books, Homecoming by Dr. Tama Bryant. She will be on the next season of the podcast in March. And like as the Holy Spirit would guide, I literally read two pages and then landed on the page in the book where she walks you through doing an exercise that is about writing vows to yourself. And it was about, you don't have to wait for someone to come along and give you these vows about honoring, respecting, and cherishing you. You can do that for yourself. And I was like, well, come on, Jesus. <laughs> come on, God. So I sat, I prayed, I meditated, and I wrote vows to myself probably two and a half pages long because baby, I was detailed. I know what I desire in this next season. And I exhaled and I felt better. And I came down to my office and I was like, maybe I should record the podcast. And still, <laughs> something was like, no. And I sat at my desk for about an hour. I did a few things. And then I got a DM on Instagram. And it puzzled me because it said, I'm so sorry to hear about the aftermath and what happened. And that meant nothing to me. I didn't understand at all. And when I looked closely, there was a follow-up message and it said, I'm so sorry. This is about Sophia Giraldo. And some of you might recognize that name because Sophia Giraldo has been on the Redefining Wealth podcast. Sophia Giraldo has been my client for over two years. Um, she not only is an alumni of Purpose to Platform, she is also an alumni of Command the Stage. She also participated in another group I have called Platform Accelerated. And she came back as an ambassador to two cohorts of Command the Stage because she believed so much in the framework and how it empowered her to use her voice in the marketplace and to share her story. And I didn't understand what the DM meant. So I immediately went to Google Sophia Giraldo. And what I found were headlines that I had actually seen the night before. The night before I was waiting outside of a gym for my daughter to get out of basketball practice. And I saw a headline that read, New York mom mowed over by a estranged husband with three kids in the car. And I'm typically a person, as I said, I'm an energy person. So I, of course, didn't open that. I just brushed past it. I was like, oh my God, and just brushed past it. I never opened it. Well, I saw the same headline. And when I clicked on it, the first thing that I saw was Sophia's face. And my heart dropped. And even recording this episode, I waited as long as I could because I know that I'm still quite um, saddened, hurt. 
dare I say traumatized. Um, so. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the hefty renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. I read the article, and then I read article after article, and I will let you all look it up if you choose to. But essentially, Sophia was run over by her estranged husband. If I remember what she told me, they had already been separated for probably four years or so. And um, their three children were in the car. He told them to buckle up. He ran her over. And then he got out and stabbed her. And my heart sunk. It literally took me two days to stop crying. I have never been so inconsolable in my life. I don't believe I've ever cried for myself. And all the things that I've been through in the way that I wept for Sophia and for this circumstance and for all women who have suffered physical abuse, verbal abuse, mental abuse, emotional abuse, all of the silent psychological abuse, like the hidden abuse, which we're also going to interview someone on the podcast, Dr. Shannon Thomas, who wrote Healing from Hidden Abuse, um, which I've been reading and really it's been supporting me as well. And talk about letting life unfold. I did not expect this to be the way that I walked into the new year. Of course, none of us... Um, can prepare our minds for something so heinous. And I'll be very transparent. I want to be unfiltered and free because that was, that is the name of Sophia's podcast. And yes, she is alive as of this recording. Sophia is on life support in New York and I'm so grateful for this community of purpose chasers, the alumni from the programs who were in community with her or, or they were in cohorts that she served, hundreds of them coming together to pray and literally taking different times. I pray for her from 11 to 11.45 every night. Like the way this community has come together in this way is just not even, not even something I could put into words, but yesterday, a couple of the team members said, 
this is the community that you created. This is, this is what you curated. You brought so many of us together and look at the way that we can show up and support one another. And I am so deeply grateful for that and humbled and honored and all the things. But considering this is in tribute to Sophia and her mission of being unfiltered and free, I have to be honest that I went to one of the darkest places I have ever been in my life. And again, I have experienced some very gnarly things in my life, lots of loss and betrayal and more betrayal <laughs> and um, lots of gaslighting, lots of enduring, a lot of man manipulation and, you know, the hidden forms of abuse. And yet for myself, I have never gone to such a dark place. And what the enemy started in me from the moment one of those articles said that Sophia had been turning her pain into purpose and a platform. I instantly dropped into guilt. My brain instantly went into, oh my gosh, you taught her about podcasting. You taught her to use her voice. You taught her to tell her story. Like, they, they say that I'm the purpose pusher because in my programs, I will push and pull and prod until, until you get to the place where you just believe that everything that has happened did not just happen to you, it happened for you. And there is a space for you to use those lessons to be a blessing to others and to not keep it a secret and to not dim or diminish or dismiss what God is calling you to do. And I just went into a good two and a half days of God, am I doing the right thing? Did you tell me to do this? Am I hurting people? Did I, I can't even explain to you fully where my mind went. And I know that there's so many people who struggle with depression and anxiety and just other mental health challenges. And while I've, you know, had moments of sadness, that doesn't even scratch the surface of what I have felt these last few days. And I know that this is situational and I'm grateful for a community. I'm grateful for clients who have reached out and said, God put you on my heart because I really hope that you're not somewhere feeling responsible or, you know, going down any deep circles, like deep holes, excuse me. And literally I've had over a dozen different clients from all over the world reach out to tell me that. That's how I know that God sees me and God loves me and truly knows my heart. And even just this experience has given me another level of compassion for so many of us in this community who struggle with mental health challenges. It's one of those things that where you could be, you can be aware 
and you can try to hold space and love on people. But I've never been in such a loop that I just could not break out. I just could not push myself over all of the mantras and the affirmations and the praise and worship and the prayers and all of the things and the conversations with friends. I would be fine in the moment that we were conversing. And then I would just, as soon as they got off the phone, go back in a dark place. And talking to my life coach and therapist pretty regularly right now has definitely been helpful. And I'm so grateful to have them Um, but it's definitely given me, I think a different perspective and just a sneak peek into what that is like. And so while I've talked about the fit pillar and wanting to be sure that we are mentally well, um, for years, even this, I believe God is showing me and exposing me and allowing me to experience some things so that I could go deeper in service and deeper in understanding and deeper in support for the people that I serve. I know that what the enemy means for harm God will use it for something good. And one of my intentions coming into 2023 was to start a family foundation. And I struggled because I kept thinking, I don't know if it's supposed to be about personal finance. I don't like, not just personal finance, but God, there's something more specific. And this goes back to why I didn't jump into starting paperwork and doing all these things. Um, Last year, I definitely can't say with certainty where this is going, but I do believe that whatever I do, it will be in support of making sure that more women have access to mental health services and that we have more access to genuine support when we are experiencing abuse of any kind. I know that my career and life is not necessarily set up to just, you know, it's not about having like a nonprofit for me where I'm doing all the stuff. I, w- I wanna be able to fund credible and reputable nonprofits that are on the ground doing the work. That's the vision that God has given me. And so as that unfolds, I will continue to share. But there's no way that my life will ever be the same after the year I just experienced in this past week with everything that is happening with Sophia. There's no way. I don't think it's by happenstance. I believe we were divinely connected for such a time as this. And if the enemy thinks that I'm gonna stop using my voice 
or teaching other women to use their voices and lean into their purpose and live unfiltered and free, he literally has another thing coming. One of the things that I've said on this podcast for many years and that I teach my clients is that greatness requires you to expect resistance. This is why I always talk about having a process for how you process. This is why I talk so strongly about making sure that you are in spaces and communities that support your mental health. This is why I talk about your physical well-being. This is why I talk about your personal and professional relationships and setting up your life to support you. Literally, without all of the things that I'm always talking about in these six pillars and redefining wealth, I literally see how either a long-term thing like separation, divorce, and something that takes months or years to get through, or a tragic scenario like Sophia's can literally take, take you out in so many ways. And I only imagine where my mind could have gone had I not been so inundated with personal development and the spiritual growth and having healers like in my back pocket, I could only imagine where I would be just today, five days later. It's made me want to double down, triple down, quadruple down on all things redefining wealth. It's going to be some time before I launch anything like Purpose to Platform or Command the Stage again. And it's not because I'm afraid. It's not um, from any guilt or, or any of that stuff. But I feel God really calling me to go all in on these pillars and really be more intentional about giving you guys what I believe you need. Purpose to platform and command the stage while very spirit-led and I love teaching them both and I they will be back. It's just not the season for that. They were about giving people what they wanted. So you hear me say chase purpose, not money. People are like, well, how do I use my purpose in the marketplace? Okay, cool. So I developed something to help you do that. But before we even get there, we need a strong foundation, you guys. We need a strong foundation. We need to know who we are and who we're becoming and what we need to do to fill in the gap and be really clear about where we are with each of these pillars because life is always gonna come. Accidents don't make appointments. Tragedies will always be amongst us. The heinous things that, you know, these evil spirits roaming this earth want to put out there are always going to be amongst us, but how do we get through it? And even from my own experience, these last several days, I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but I do believe it's possible. And what makes it possible is being able to reach into your tool belt and pull out what you need and not be trying to figure out who you are what works for you, what you like, what you don't like in the midst of it, 
you need to know those things before so that you are prepared for the storm. Like trying to learn navigation when the boat is rocking is very difficult. But when you are seasoned and skilled and you've had practice and you know what to do, when the storm comes, that muscle memory kicks in. And in order for us to do, be, and have all that God is calling us to in this season, we have to build that muscle memory. We have got to build that muscle memory. And I believe in my heart of hearts. I don't say this to be cute on some podcast. It's not a social media thing for me. It's not like a, oh, I just want to have this platform. I believe that I was called to this generation to help us redefine wealth for ourselves and create a solid foundation so that when life happens or when God calls us to do something different, we are prepared, we are ready, we are steadfast, we are resilient. We are authentic. We are being true to ourselves. We don't need, you know, a whole chorus of people to validate who we are and what we do and how we do it. And I believe with Unfiltered and Free, that is the life Sophia began living before this tragedy. And I believe it is the life she's going to continue to lead. I'm not just praying. As one of our prayer warriors in our prayer group for Sophia said, Trina, I'm not just praying that she survive. I want her to thrive. I want her to be back on this podcast one day. I want her to be on a stage sharing her story. I want her three boys, 11, nine, and six to witness Miracles are possible. So in the spirit of Sophia and knowing how much she loved this podcast and how much this informed her life and how she was living it, I'm going all in on redefining wealth. I'm going all in on the pillars. There's going to be a lot that changes with me, for me over these next several months. And even though we won't be in season until March, if the spirit moves me, don't worry, I'll be back. But I just feel there's so much work to do. And what the enemy thought was that he was going to put me in a shell Because some of you don't know, I was harassed on social media for a year and a half, 18 months. And I literally ducked out of Facebook and Instagram for over a year. There were posts going out, but I was not participating. This is years ago now. And I almost felt like slipping into that. And when I have my moments in my days, I will. But I talk to so many people in the DMs and I connect with so many of you 
and I enjoy watching my clients use their voice and live unfiltered and free, and I will not let the enemy rob me of that. But I am going to do what God leads me to do to continue to honor the work that he's given me to do and honor Sophia Geraldo. So I will keep you guys posted on what comes out of that so that if anyone wants to participate or contribute, you can at that time. In the meantime, Sophia's church family has set up a GoFundMe. I didn't share immediately on social media because of course, with platform comes responsibility. I needed to vet it and make sure that it was really her family and her church family and her parents connected. And it definitely is. So I'm going to link to the prayer group that we have on Facebook covering Sophia. And I will also link to the GoFundMe. Um, and I just ask that you all pray that you cover her family, that you cover her boys. Sophia was, I believe, one of seven children. Cover her, her siblings, nieces, nephews, everyone you know connected to her and contribute. Even if it's $25, I can't imagine the expenses that this family is, a, that, that they're about to have. And even with her full recovery, which we all pray for and believe is going to happen, her boys, her boys, they're going to need support. They're going to college one day. So literally whatever you can contribute to support this family, and I don't be begging y'all, I don't ask y'all for a lot. If it's $20, please go to that GoFundMe and give. And say that you're a purpose chaser, say that you're from redefining wealth, let her family know that this community that she loved and she spent so much time in loves her back. If you're an alumni of Purpose to Platform or Command the Stage, please go give $20 if you can. Come in the prayer group and pray and hold space for her. I love you guys so much. In five years of doing this work, this is the first time any like anything like this has ever happened. But I know greatness requires us to expect resistance. And I have to hold space and believe that a lot of good will still come from this. If her story awakens something in you to remove yourself from an abusive relationship or situation, then something good is still coming from this. If you have to share this with a friend or family member who you know is in a space that is not good for her, then that will be the something good. But we will make sure that everything Sophia has experienced and is experiencing is not in vain. So 
let life unfold. Did not expect this to be the last episode slash first episode 2022-2023, but I pray that something I said blesses you. I have no script. I have no nothing. Um, I hope you can just receive my heart and make a decision for yourself to live unfiltered and free because it's not enough to share the mountaintop when you get over and you're, you know, back up the mountain. Sometimes you have to share the valley. You have to share the middle. Um, I did want to share one quote. I did have something pulled up. It's a quote from a gentleman that I get emails from. His name is Zachary Adam. And uh, I'm just going to read what he wrote and in there. He said, the past year has held more beauty, tragedy, and transformation than any in memory. It's been a reminder that the spiritual path isn't just love and light or peace and equanimity. It is a process of expanding our capacity to experience and hold more pleasure, pain, love, and sorrow. Because it is in the territory of our edges that we find the will and faith to expand beyond the known back into the infinite. I thought that was beautiful. And I feel it summarizes my last year. Lots of highs and lots of lows. Lots of beauty and lots of tragedy. But also very transformative. And I believe that this year is going to be transformative as well. But hopefully in the most beautiful way possible. And that's my wish for you guys too. So again, I'm going to link to the GoFundMe for Sophia Giraldo in the show notes. And you can also just Google Sophia Giraldo uh, and GoFundMe and it'll come up. And I'll also link to the Facebook group um, where we are praying for her daily. Um, and you guys will hear from me soon. I'm sure I'll, I'll be back before the next season, which is supposed to start at the beginning of March. I'll try to come back with an update. Uh, follow me on Instagram, Seek Wisdom PCW, um, because I'll probably share there first. And other than that, I just wish you guys richest blessings for this year. Uh, I'm sure I'll be back in touch. So for now, I'll just say until next time, I want you to live your life's purpose find fulfillment and earn more without chasing money. God bless you guys. And I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.